Happy Easter, People's Church family. I want to welcome all of our campuses and a special welcome to all of our guests that are joining us from all around the world. We're literally today one church in thousands of locations. I mean, it is an unreal season. I cannot think of any time in my lifetime where we are having an Easter where we cannot meet together because of COVID-19 and social distancing. But thank God for technology. There's nothing like being in the room, but thank God that we can still lift up Jesus this Easter weekend in thousands of locations. In your home, we're lifting up Jesus. And People's Church, wow, I thank you for your generosity. Did you realize this past week you helped to provide food for over 2,500 kids in the Oklahoma City metro area for the rest of the school year? Actually, it was the Oklahoma City public school system who reached out to us, and we are able to make a huge difference. And then this past Thursday, my goodness, that outreach, that we put on church was unbelievable. We literally had cars lined up a mile in every direction. It was uncontrollable traffic. And we provided an additional 13 to 15,000 pounds of groceries and essentials on top of the 23,000 that Pastor Scotty mentioned because of the regional food bank came through at the last minute with us and partnered with us and literally between 35,000 to 40,000 pounds of groceries we provided for those in need in our city. And all I can say is praise God and thank you for giving. Thank you to all of the dream team who came out and served at these outreaches to share and to show the love of Jesus to our city. And listen, my wife and I are fired up about you joining us on Facebook Live for a Q&A with us. We're going to go live on Facebook and answer your questions. Please be a part of this time. We look forward to connecting with you. Hey, hey, listen, this, this Easter... I've got a message burning on my heart. I've titled today's message, Born Again. And you know, birth is a really, really big deal. And when you just think about birth, I mean, we celebrate birth all the way from when we find out about a baby that has been conceived in the womb. Just think about just all of the celebrations that we do. We, we actually celebrate when we know that we're pregnant and there can be this kind of reveal party to say, hey, this announcement party, hey, we're pregnant and people do all types of parties. And, and then you have the gender reveal party where people will, will just reveal the gender and do all of this celebration and surprise with the gender reveal party. And then you have not only on top of that, you've got the baby shower. You can't forget the baby shower where you get the crib and you get all the supplies, all the things provided for you from friends or from family. It's just a huge celebration. Babies being born are a big deal in our society. And I think about my children. I'll never forget the day my kids were born and they were all born in the same hospital. And and matter of fact, here's a picture of my four children being born. Aren't they adorable? (laughs) Aren't they precious? 
my four precious children. I will never forget the day they were born. Listen, we love to keep photo albums. We love to, to keep track and so we can look back at the memories of our children being born. And, and I want to play a quick game with you, People's Church. I want you to guess which pastor this is on our staff their baby picture. I mean, because we love to keep baby pictures. It's a really big deal. I want you to guess, who's this, who's this first picture right here? All right, here it goes. It's Pastor Chris, our Indianapolis lead pastor. All right, all right, here, here's this next one. Who, who is this right here? That's Pastor Jason, our, our Northwest campus pastor. Okay, here, here's one. Here's one for you. Who, who's this right here? Who is this little precious girl right here? That is Michelle Morris, our Oklahoma City kids pastor. Okay, you got to get this one. You got to get this one. Come on. You can be writing in the comments now. Let me know. Let me know who you think this is. Well, who, who is this right here? That's Pastor Scotty, our lead pastor over our entire church right there. Come on. You got to get this one. This last one. Who's this last picture? Who is that? Some of you think it's me. It's not me. It's not me. That's Pastor Dwayne Walker, one of our executive pastors at our church. Listen, baby pictures are a big deal. Births are a big deal. It's one of the most celebrated things in our world. And I want you to know something. Jesus lets us know that birth is really big to him. Being born is really big to our Savior. The Bible talks about the importance of birth. The Bible says that God actually knew us and he formed us in our mother's womb. The, the, the birth of babies is very important to God. But the Bible also talks about a second birth that's even more important than the first birth. And we have parties to celebrate that first birth. But the Bible says in Luke chapter 15 that God throws this humongous party in heaven over the second birth. And today as we celebrate Easter, that Jesus rose from the grave. You know why he did that? To give us a second birthday to give us a second birth. And as we celebrate Easter, I want to talk to you for the next few moments about the importance of the second birth. Jesus said this in John chapter three and verse number three. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, there it is right there. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus told this man named Nicodemus, but we'll call him Nick. He told him, you must be born again or you will not see the kingdom of God. You will not experience the kingdom of heaven. And what does Jesus mean? You must be born again. I mean, what is he talking about? It, it sounds a little crazy. And even Nicodemus thought, Jesus, you're talking crazy talk. And verse four goes on to say this. What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Nick says to Jesus, what do you mean? What are you talking about? How can an old man crawl back inside of his mother's womb? Is that what you're saying, Jesus? And be born all over again. Give me a break, Jesus. Come on. Come on, Jesus. You're trying to pull one over me right now, Jesus. And Jesus responds back in verse number five in John three. 
He says, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. And we all understand the water part. You know, all of you men and you, 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 you ladies, you, you understand this water part that when a lady is about ready to give birth, her water breaks. And so we're all born of water. We understand that. And us men know, man, when, when our, our, our wife is, 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 her water breaks, it can be in the middle of the night. You got to be ready. You better have that bag packed, my brother. You better be ready to get in that car and to get your wife to the hospital right away because the baby is getting ready to be born. So Jesus says you have to be born of water. That's the first birth. But then he says the second birth. He says born by the Spirit. You see? There's a second birth. And the real question is, what does Jesus mean? Born by the Spirit. You see, being born again is a spiritual birth. Being born again a second time is a spiritual birth. We all have a natural birthday. We all have a natural birth. My natural birth, my natural birthday is June the 20th. 1975. Come on, y'all. Show me some love online. I'm preaching to a room right now that is empty besides a few people and the cameras. But come on, let me know right now your birthday. When's your birthday? Come on, don't be ashamed of your year. Put down your year, 1932, 1975, 1985, 1990, 2000. Come on, fill it up, fill up, fill up. I want to see your birthdays right now. Let, let, let me just see it. Let me just see it. Listen, we all have a natural birthday. Come on, keep them coming. Keep them coming. We all have a natural birthday. But here's the question. Have you had a spiritual birthday? Have you been born again? Can you say, you know what? I have a date where I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. I have a second birthday. And I want you to understand something. God's desire is that all of us would be, be not only born the first time from our mother, the water breaks, but he desires all of us to be born again by the spirit. John chapter three and verse six and seven. Here's what Jesus goes on to say. He says, humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. And we all understand the human birth, that humans give birth to humans. Humans reproduce humans. We all get that. Now, I'm going to educate somebody because somebody's wondering how our baby is born. Just in case you didn't know, there is no bird dropping off any babies at a house. <laughs> That's not how it happens. Humans give birth to humans. Humans reproduce humans. But understand something. When it comes to this spiritual birth, the Holy Spirit gives us a spiritual birth. The Holy Spirit is a part of the Godhead. There's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And God the Holy Spirit is how we're born again. He comes on the inside of us, and we have a second birthday. And I know what some of you are believe, uh, thinking right now. You're thinking, come on, Pastor. I don't really believe that. I mean, you're talking about this Holy Spirit thing. I mean, I don't really, I don't believe what I, I can't see. And Jesus talked about this. In the next verse, John 3 and verse 8, he says, the wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people are born 
of the spirit. Jesus said, listen, you, you, you don't see the wind, but yet you believe in it. You know why? Because you see the after effects of the wind. You don't see COVID-19. I've never seen COVID-19. But I'm going to tell you what, I know it's real because <laughs> I see the after effects of it. I see what's happening all around our world. Never seen it, but COVID-19 is real. And listen, you've never seen the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is real. There are after effects when you give your life to Jesus. The Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you, and there are after effects. You, you can notice when somebody has the Holy Spirit, when they have this second birthday. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19 and 20 says, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You don't belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. I, I love this. God bought us with a high price. I, I, I love this because it's talking about Easter. Is talking about the Easter story that God bought us with the price that Jesus hung on that cross. He bled. He shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. He was placed in a borrowed tomb and then he got up on the third day with all power in his hands so that we could be born again. And did you notice that scripture said this? It says that the Holy Spirit lives in you. I want you to notice it does not say that the Holy Spirit sleeps in you. No, no, no. The Holy Spirit is alive and well inside of every Christian. And you can always recognize when somebody is born again. I think about babies. You know when a baby is born. I mean, all of my children, Tiffany and I's four children, when they were born, they came out the womb and we didn't wonder if they were born. We knew they were born. They came out crying. They came out pooping. They came out eating. And after they ate, they pooped some more and cried some more. All right, right. I knew we had a baby that was born. And whenever somebody is born of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God lives inside of them. They give their life to Jesus and the Holy Spirit takes residence inside of them. They have a spiritual birth. Hey, they're born again. You always know it. There's always after effects. And I want to talk to you just for a few minutes about four characteristics of being born again. Four characteristics of being born again. And I want you to think about your life. And have you been born again? Have you had this second birthday? If you have not had a second birthday, man, I would love for today to be your birthday. I would love for today to be the day that you could say, I was born again. And let me give you four characteristics of being born again. Number one is this, confession, confession. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 2 and 3 says, By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. This is huge. Your confession about Jesus matters. What you say about Jesus matters. And there are people who believe that they are born again. And I, I just get a little nervous 
on are they truly born again because people can believe they are born again because they go to church or they believe they're, they're born again because, you know, maybe their mom or dad or grandma or grandpa uh, are, are Christians or they're born again because they read about the Bible sometimes or know a Bible verse or maybe they know a Christian song or maybe they're, they're a good person and they, they're trying to live a good life. And so they think, well, I'm good. I, I've, been, I've been born again. I, I go to church. I mean, I kind of do religious stuff. But no, no, no. The Bible says you, that there's a confession that happens with your mouth. And, and the way, one of the ways you know you're born again is by what you're saying about Jesus. The Antichrist says, that kind of spirit of the world says that Jesus was not born of the flesh. He wasn't born from a virgin named Mary. He never died on the cross and rose again. But I want to ask you, what's your confession about who Jesus is. And one of the ways that we know that we're born again is because we have a confession that Jesus is the Lord of our life. We have a confession that he died on the cross and that he rose again on the third day. And Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That word saved is simply saying you'll be born again. You'll have a second birthday. Your confession about Jesus really does matter. So the first characteristic of being born again is your confession that you are confessing Jesus is Lord, the son of God who died and rose again. Number two is this, is change. Change. First John chapter three and verse nine says, no one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. Wow. This verse is all about change. Now, this verse is not saying that once you are born again, once you become a Christian, that you will never sin again. Flash. Listen, News flash, news flash. All Christians sin. <laughs> All Christians sin. I sin, you sin, your mama sin, your daddy sin, we all sin. If you don't think you sin, you, you just sin. I mean, we all, we all sin. This verse is not saying that once you become a Christian, you will never sin again. This verse is not talking about perfection. It's talking about direction. You see, when you give your life to Jesus Christ, he changes the direction of your life. When you give your life to Jesus Christ, he begins to change your desires. You, 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 you start now desiring to do the right thing. Doesn't mean you won't mess up. Doesn't mean you don't sin. I sin. You sin. We all mess up. But listen, my desire is to please the Lord. And let me tell you, my life has been changed. I'm not the same person I used to be because I am born again. Listen, I'm not where I want to be. But I'm not where I used to be. Jesus has changed my life and continues to change my life. Whenever you're born again, one of the characteristics is you're changing. The Holy Spirit is changing your life. And you say, Pastor, how can I know if I had a second birthday? Has your life changed since you have made a confession about Jesus? Number three is this. Number three is this. Number three is this. Compassion, a third characteristic, compassion. The Holy Spirit gives you a compassion and a love for people. Listen, one of the greatest characteristics 
of any person who calls themselves a follower of Jesus is they will have this compassion to love people. They will be compelled to love people. And 1 John chapter 3 and verse 14 says, we know that we have passed from death to life. Or what that saying is we, we know we've been born again because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. You see, born again people love people. They, they have this compassion for people, this love for people. And if you live with hate in your heart towards people, you may not be born again. First John chapter four and verse 20 says this, whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. You say, Pastor Herbert, first time I ever heard you preach in my life, you're calling me a liar. I would never do that, but the Bible did. <laughs> if you're hating people, if you're hating people, and you say you love God, he says, man, that's just not the case. He goes on to say, for whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. So understand this. If you say, I, I hate people, or maybe you say, I hate white people, or I hate black people, or I hate brown people, or I hate yellow people, I, I hate rich people, I, I hate poor people, I hate middle class people, I, I hate Republicans, I hate Democrats, I hate people of that denomination. If you are harboring hate in your life, the Bible says you ought to question if you've been born again, if you're living with hate. John 13, verse 35 says, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. One of the greatest characteristics, one of the greatest qualities that a born-again Christian has is they love people. Doesn't mean we don't struggle with hate. Doesn't mean we don't struggle with bitterness. Doesn't mean we don't struggle with wanting to get even. Doesn't mean that we, 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 we don't sometimes just want to hold a grudge and sometimes have a grudge in our heart, but it means we can't stay there. We got to work through it because the Holy Spirit, hey, he's caused us to be born again and to change our hate to love. It's okay. Number four is this. I want you to see a fourth characteristic, and that is conquers. Conquers. First John chapter five and verse four says, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. Wow. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Everyone who is born again overcomes the world, the Bible says. Listen, because we know Jesus Christ, if you're a Christian today, you are victorious. You are, listen, I know you're in a fight. I'm in a fight. We're fighting the devil. We're fighting the flesh. We're fighting sin. We're fighting the coronavirus. We're in a fight right now, but we're fighting as a Christian from victory, not for victory. Jesus has already won the victory. Understand something 2,000 years ago. That's what Easter is all about. Jesus won the victory on the cross of Calvary. He hung, bled, and died 
and won the victory. And that's why the scripture says in Romans chapter 8 and verse number 37, knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Listen, we are already more than a conqueror if you know Jesus today. You've already won the victory if you know Jesus today. Because Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. We are victorious. It's a characteristic of every Christian. The scripture goes on to say this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 55. I love this. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I love this. As a born-again Christian, listen, we have victory. The Bible says we actually even have victory over death. And right now with COVID-19 and the death rate climbing, more people getting infected this Easter season, and people are full of fear and panic. And I just want you to know, when you're born again, you have already overcome death because your Savior overcame death. And he got up on the third day with all power in his hands. And when you place your faith in Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. And God doesn't just give you life on this earth. Now you have eternal life. I love what the scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 8. Listen, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I win if I live and I win if I die, I'm victorious while I'm living and I'm victorious when I die because Jesus has defeated death. He said, death, where is your sting? It's like that bee, those wasps. My kids a week or two ago killed 35 wasps in our yard, killed them. And they were attacking those stingers coming at my kids, but they had their water guns and they were having wasp wars. But can I tell you, Death right now is zooming, but he has no sting because Jesus took the sting out of death for every Christian and you will live forever. You are more than a conqueror. People's Church, all of our guests joining us today, being born again equals victory. And what I would encourage you today is run to God. Run to the Father. Don't continue to live a life of defeat, a life of fear, a life where you feel like you cannot win. With Jesus, you will win. You say, what if COVID-19 kills me? I got good news. If you are a Christian, you win. You're going to heaven. Listen to me today. Run to the Father and be born again so you can live and victory. And we have people in our church who have run to the Father. They've been born again and their life has been changed. These are real people, real stories in our church that I want to share with you of people who have been born again. Check this out. My father passed away when I was 13 from drugs and by the time I was 19, I was bound by addiction as well. My life spiraled out of control. I was in and out of jail and 
I just felt hopeless and alone. The last time I went to jail was in March of 2017 and I got on my hands and knees in the jail cell and I begged for God's grace and mercy and it just helped me out of the lifestyle I was living. The next day after I got out of jail, I seen a sign for People's Church and I decided to attend. That's when my life changed forever. God called me out of addiction and gave me hope and a purpose. I now serve on the dream team and God's using my story to help others. I am getting into prison ministry so I can help others bound by addiction and show them that there is a way out and that his name is Jesus. I'm no longer hopeless. I'm born again. I've carried a burden too long on my own. I wasn't created to bear it alone. I hear your invitation to let it all go. It was about a year ago that my life had no meaning. I was completely devastated and I felt completely depressed under the influence of alcohol. A Sunday morning, my wife woke me up and she said to myself, Lennon, I believe that it's time for us to go to church. At that moment, that's when our family became part of People's Church. God called me out in my depression and in my anxiety to alcohol into completely restoration and healingness. At that moment, my wife and my beautiful kids, we started serving and leading into the ministry in church. Well, at that point, we were no longer devastated. We were born again. In third grade, I was diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome. My entire life, I had been bullied and made fun of, and I always had the fear of never being noticed by anybody. Eighth grade, I got really low, and I attempted to take my own life. A few weeks later, I was invited to People's Church, and one of the songs they played was Anchor, and I felt like that really hit me on a spiritual level. Later on during the service, I had tears running down my face. Uh, I'd given my life to Christ that night, and I truly felt saved. God called me out of being trapped and into His freedom and grace. I'm no longer trapped. I'm born again. You saw my condition. I had a plan from the start. Your son for redemption, the price for my heart. And I don't have a context for that kind of love. I don't understand, I can't comprehend all I
so much so that that addiction almost stole my family from me. It was, my marriage was failing, the relationships I had with my children were failing. I was losing my life. And God stepped in. And I don't know who you are, but I want to say thank you. And I, I thank God for you. You put a People's Church invitation card in my mail for Don't Settle series, January 7th, 2018. And that is a day that my life changed forever. I hadn't been in church in 20 years, but God started moving in my life that day. And he hasn't stopped. I've rededicated my life to Christ and he is using me in every way that he can. I'm a better husband, father, and now I'm a grandfather. Better because of it, because of Jesus. He pulled me out of a pit I didn't need to be in, and I'm in a Jesus-filled life now. I am truly, truly born again. Before God had changed my life, I was pretty empty and disconnected, but now I don't feel so empty and disconnected anymore. I'm no longer living by fear and doubt. I'm no longer overcome by depression. I found the hope, love, and support I was always missing. I am no longer frightened. I'm no longer forgotten. I'm no longer lost. I'm no longer scared. I'm no longer in bondage. I'm no longer hopeless. I'm no longer focused just on me. I've relearned my purpose. I've reset my priorities. I can truly say I've been born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I've been born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I am born again. I am born again. I'm born again. I am born again. surrendering to Jesus Christ we're born again now I'll never forget the day I was born again it was in a football locker in my hometown called Wewoka, Oklahoma and I went in that football locker my senior year of high school I went addicted I went bound a sexually abused teenager 
I went hurting and bitter. And that night at a Fellowship of Christian Athletes meeting, I heard the story about Jesus and that he died on the cross, that he rose again, that he had changed my life, that he would give me a hope and a future. And that night in that football locker room in front of almost the entire football team, tears streamed down my face and I confessed that Jesus was the Son of God, that he died on the cross, that he rose again. And I surrendered my life to him. And that night, I was born again. Literally, my life changed after that moment. And God has been changing me ever since. And today, I believe God wants to give you a second birthday. I believe today is your day to be born again. I want to lead you in a prayer right now to surrender your life to Jesus, that you can begin to live in victory because of Jesus Christ. That's what Easter is all about. Jesus has won our victory, and all we have to do is place our faith and our trust in him. He'll forgive you all of your sins and you will become a new creation because the Holy Spirit's going to come live inside of you and you'll be born again. If that's you, pray with me right now. Heavenly Father, today I say yes to your son, Jesus. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is your son that he was born from a virgin named Mary and he lived on this earth in flesh, a perfect and sinless life. And he died on the cross and he rose again on the third day with all power in his hands. And I confess him as my Lord and as my Savior today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Would you let me know right there? Would you just type right now, that's me? Come on, let me know. Come on, I'm just celebrating. This time. That's me. That's it. Just, just type that right there on, on your device, whatever you're using. Let us know that you made that decision to, to give your life to Jesus Christ. Welcome, 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 welcome to the family of God. I am celebrating with you. And I want to encourage you to take your next step. Right now you see people just writing out, letting you know what the link you can click on to take your next step. Would you please click that link right now? You see where it says just next step in it in that link. And would you fill out the information there? We wanna help you live for God. We wanna help you serve God the rest of your life. And I believe if you'll fill that out, we can help you take a next step in following Jesus Christ. Listen, my wife and I look forward to connecting with you on Facebook Live. I look forward to seeing you then.